1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own band, Helsink. With me, as usual, my co-host, psychic medium, Maureen Wood.
2: Hey, how you doing? I am
1: I, I outstanding. Never,
2: I never know how to expect how you're going to introduce me because you get change it all the time. Why is that? I, you know, I don't know. You, I don't you know. Me. I
1: mean, you, you're changed, so I think I should change your introduction. You know, I you're do not, not. You're not the same person you used to be. You know what I mean? I
2: don't think anybody is.
1: Oh.
2: I don't think anybody Some is. People Oh, <gasps> really? People are Explain yourself.
1: Anyway. Hey. What? You know, I was uh, looking at this article, and you know that movie that Tom Hanks just did? Well, uh, Hackery what the hell is Valkyrie? it? Valkyrie? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah? Well, according to the director... Tom Hanks. Whatever, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Hanks, whatever. You know, he knows who he is. That's the important <laughs> All
2: thing. right, well, I mean,
1: you don't, but go ahead. Yeah, whatever. There's a point, I guess. Anyways, uh, according to the director, he said that the set was haunted by the ghost of Hitler.
2: He said that? Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. And how did he know that?
1: Well, I guess what had happened is uh, during the filming of it, uh, one of the big-ass tanks uh, took off on its own and started to run down people and things. Uh, Really? Until a stuntman ran and jumped inside, and there was no reason for the tank to take off, but it did.
2: Somebody left it and popped out of gear. I don't. Know. So,
1: you ever not like it can go that easy. I don't know if you. Well, whatever. You've never driven a tank, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well. Well. That's. Then again, nothing you do really surprises me. So. Thanks. So could Hitler's ghost be actually haunting? Instead of Valhalla. Val, Val, Val? Valkyrie.
2: Yeah. Uh, who knows? That's uh, anybody's guess.
1: That's a card game. Who knows?
2: Who knows? I didn't say uno, I said who knows.
1: Ooh.
2: It's very possible, anything's possible. I mean, heck, you know? I'm yeah. open to, to hearing about just about anything.
1: I, I know we got a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight, but there's one thing that's like, I actually thought of it on the way over here, and the question is, um, why do people do bad things? You're kidding me, right? No. Free will. But why don't people do good things? They do. But how do we know the difference between good and bad? It's all
2: a level of perception, right? What you might consider to be bad is so actually a murder, really good. So mass
1: murderer is, is just a good guy? That, no, I'm not saying mind.
2: that. I'm not saying that. I mean, he probably perceives himself to be doing good or justice. What if you have a... And I'm not agreeing with this by no means, but in his mind, right... He has justification. If you think about
1: you how. How do we know that? How do we know? We can't get in his mind. We don't really know. Oh, I'm yeah, talking psychologists about. Will like, tell no, you, no, no, I'm oh, talking look about in this interviews. Ink spot, and, and, you know, this ink spot is, looks like a, a bird with its wings being pulled off. So, uh, yeah, okay, you're a mess. All warrior. right,
2: let me ask you this. Yeah. What about, like, the wars that have taken place? And we're talking Christian wars and so forth. What about Christian wars? All I'm saying is, in their mind at the time that it was taking place, they thought it was
1: for the greater good, right? They thought they were doing no, a good no, thing. That's that's totally different.
2: I'm How not do you say that?
1: No, I'm not talking about it's on a smaller society scale. thing. I am okay. talking an individual thing. What makes an individual do something bad, horrific, evil, and what makes a, a person do something good, generous, sacrificial? They snap? No, there's no snap. What what puts that concept in their mind to start with? Who knows? Listen,
2: you You're don't the, just, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you wait a minute. You don't just grow up, for instance, a serial killer, right? Yeah. You don't just all of a sudden, one day, hey, I think I'm going to change careers. I think I'm going to be a serial killer. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. What is that it? What? They don't. They, they're they're, they're are guy, signs. a guy on
1: TV who got married, had two kids, and now he's going to become a woman. So that doesn't phrase? mean
2: anything. In a closet, in, in his own oh,
1: space, a closet. he, he yeah.
2: might have been doing whatever. Now, the whole point is... You look at histories or you look at childhood of serial killers, right? For the majority of them, they start off with smaller scales, like mutilating animals or, you know, killing uh, smaller creatures and so forth. They have this numbness. That's
1: not always the way. I would say 99% of the time? No, no, not even close. You even king, close. Yeah,
2: when you talk mass murder. Not even close. Really? Yeah. I disagree completely. Okay, take a
1: look at the one at, uh, in Virginia that killed all those college students. He had absolutely no case history of it. He was not horrid. He was yeah, not. Yeah, but terrible. in those
2: cases, they may snap.
1: Oh, in those cases, they may snap. So that's. I'm just saying, psychologically,
2: saying, they've lost their mind. They've, they've lost, lost their not...
1: mind. There's no such thing as losing really? their mind. Really? Absolutely. They
2: evidently didn't your, have a yes. rational thought. It's, that's,
1: that's not true. You really? Are, you have a spirit. No, nope. no, this Boss body is it. nothing. You're a spirit. You're Let me a, give
2: yeah. you an example. And this is an example from, I won't even say which company, but one one individual was working at a, at a hospital location, okay? Yeah. And this place was out in Alaska. And somebody online may already have heard about this, right? I will say that in the chat yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the whole point is you're talking about. The economy that we have now, we're talking about all the pressure that's built on people to be able to sustain their work, to their job, and so forth. This one individual had worked for this hospital.
1: I, they, know, I know what you're going to say, but it doesn't make any difference. Go let ahead. me finish. I am.
2: He pumped himself up on his resume so that he looked really good, like he knew the job, right? And a lot of people do that, inflate the resume. Well, what happened was after a period of time, it started notice, it was very noticeable. This person was not fit for the job, so they fired him. Okay. Yeah. He came back in a short while later, and he shot his boss and killed him. He shot the woman about six or seven times. So lead leave the totally department. I'm telling you, yeah. those situations, it was a lot of pressure, and it's free will, and it's the person literally lost you, their mind. You're, you're they really, they snapped.
1: Really, you're really not getting this. If you don't lose your mind, you may become weak. Where do these thoughts come from? That's what I'm trying to tell you. You just don't like. Oh, I snap! I lost my mind! I'm going to kill somebody. Other people snap and don't go out and kill twenty people. You know
2: who's giving the thoughts? Who knows exactly? Who's giving the thought? That's the whole free point will. Of we have our own
1: ability to oh, do thoughts. Free will's just a buzzword. Really? Uh, yeah, Mr. Catholic. Yes, that's that's what I'm a buzzword. That's what I'm talking about. There must be an influence on the human spirit. Now, whether it's a Everything
2: good. you do is an influence.
1: Oh,
2: from the person you, just, you work with to the person you talk to to no, how you live your you're, life. you're
1: totally not getting it. Absolutely, I totally know what not you're saying.
2: It. Where are the thoughts coming from? Exactly. Every thought is is brought up in your mind. Every, every create, creativity, every good and bad thought, and it's morals that are behind it. I think. I think that depending on how strong your morals are and how your belief, if if it's more painful for you to kill somebody than it is to live with your issues, then you live with your issues. But if, it, you know, it's just
1: a I perception. I, I think it's more, you know, I know what you're saying with the human mind, thing, but it, the mind is really nothing. It's just part of our body. It's the spirit that manipulates the mind. We, we only use a minor portion of the mind according of to the Of course we do, only a small extent.
2: percentage of it, 10%. Right.
1: So anyways. Now,
2: Sossaman, wait a minute, we got someone. man said, if you're hurting somebody... Thing and or yourself in the long run, then it's bad. If it's not, it's good.
1: It oh, doesn't explain. It. <laughs> I don't know where. That I don't comes know. From.
2: But I understand. I mean,
1: I, I just, I just, you know, I, I, think that there is definitely some type of a, a negative or positive influence in the ethereal world. Of course, there is. And is this ethereal, good or bad, yin and yang, whatever you want to call it. It influences our spirit. But
2: let me finish but it that there way. There
1: may be conditions that weakens the spirit or causes it to be more susceptible to right. differential bad thoughts than good thoughts. That's
2: right. And why would and you know what you think about it If you think of it in the secret, right? The secret uh, let me stick okay. finish okay. before you go and boohoo me.
1: I'm not boohoo you, I'm um, not boohoo you.
2: In when you talk about the secret and manifestation and you think about how your you know, your thoughts are energy, right? Right. Well, if you're able to maintain your energy and bring your energy up, the theory is that you would then attract a higher level of energy to you, the persons, the people around you, situations. With you. Wait, wait, right? I am agreeing
1: I am agreeing with you. Okay.
2: And the lower your energy is, the more situations you bring in that are attracting and bringing in that lower level energy. Now, it's a catch-22 because if you're in the thick of it, that's the most critical time to be able to... Bring yourself out of it however you need to, right? Whether you need to focus on positive change, whether you need to think of things that make you happy, and, and you know, that's a whole big part of it is where are you focusing your thoughts and your intent could be what you're drawing
1: you're in. Spheres, uh, there's actually some good comments in here, and as is, is Ron's saying, if you have a weak mind, you may let some outside influences do it. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, Leslie, that's, that's like the... Inside the box theory.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: that's, I, I, I think it's beyond that. It's not just like a weak mind. The body may be. You ever know, hear the boi, body is weak, but the, uh, I forget what this, the, like the body is weak, but
2: the spirit is strong, or the
1: soul is strong, or something like that. The body is weak, but the spirit is willing. whatever. Anyways, but basically, I think it, it is that. I mean, it is our spirit that inhabits our body. Right. Really.
2: I mean, I've mentioned many times, I think our
1: body can't do anything without. My spirit.
2: Of course. You know, when you're talking about people that are in insane asylums, for instance, right? Exactly. I do not believe that every person that's in an insane asylum is insane or has a medical illness. I think that a good portion of them, you know, potentially have weakened spirit or weakened soul and maybe attracted something more on the negative level, and that's what's kind of feeding off their energy, and that's what they're using. I mean, they might not be strong enough to break it. Who knows, but yet you take them into a medical environment and they might not be able to explain why they're acting out or doing the things that they're doing, so they're going to put a label on them as, for instance, schizophrenic or, you know, this person has, you know, split personalities or whatever. And I, I think that a lot of it has to do with, you know, your mind and your perceptions of it and how strong you can make, you know, your will, really, how strong is your will to be able to to use positive Thinking or right. I, know, I
1: don't use all these words like will and mind and things, but it, they're really not defined. I mean, it, you know, it, it it's really, your soul. Soul energy is, is a good word. I like that one. Um, but it, it's...
2: It's what you're made of. It's what you're made of, you know? It's your essence, basically. Right.
1: right? So right. If, if you, I mean, if you believe in any type of afterlife, after whether you're... Pagan, uh, Wiccan, Catholic, Jewish, whatever, your, your soul survives. Your right. soul energy survives.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. right. I mean, if even you think of it as physics,
1: I a mean, lot physics, right? I, I noticed there was a couple of things saying something about, you know, we have the primal things, but I, I don't necessarily believe that, that we are that primal, that, that all of us want to kill things. I don't think so. I know, I know myself, okay, and, and trust me, I love war. Okay, that's a hell of a thing to say, but I do. I mean, all my through my life playing uh, soldiers. You know, with the army, with little plastic army. Damn, I missed them. They were cool. Anyway, <laughs> but no, seriously, all of the the war. I mean, I had uh, play guns. I mean, I played, you know, every every type, cowboys and Indians. I don't care if that's politically correct or not, but whatever. That's what I grew up with, and I would love. I fought, read about war. I I found it exciting, and yet. I, I can't hurt a fly. I mean, right. I get my wife to chase the bugs out of the house.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: so although I, you know, love the concept of war—will you win and there's a battle and all that—yet I don't believe that that's my essence to right. be able to kill anything.
2: You don't want to see anybody suffering.
1: A- exactly, suffering, and, and at your hand either, at my <laughs> hand or anyone's hand. Right. To be honest, with you. I mean, there are uh, so many really, uh, and, and I don't believe that's that's true. Um, throughout history, I mean, you, you look at, for instance, I mean, let me give you one case in the Civil War. Okay, there was um, I forget which battle it was, but there was a regiment of uh, Confederate troops, and the Union's attacked them, and it was more than regiment. So it was a big, full-out battle. But anyways, and the the Union got their asses kicked. All right, they got blown to shreds, and all of a sudden. Uh, th- this Confederate line, this there's, there's color guard, you know what a color guard is, right? Yes. Civil War, it's just the guy that carries the flag. Right. Okay. Comes marching up, one guy, just marching up, carrying the colors to the Confederates. Now, there was an entire Confederate regiment there. Any one of them could easily have shot him down and killed him, right? Right. But they did. They stood up and yelled at him and yelled at him, and then they turned around. He realized that his entire regiment had been killed. Wow. But they could have killed him easily. And that guy just saluted him, turned around and marched away, and the Confederates hooted mm-hmm. and howled. So we're not killers. We're not born killers anyway. Right. So that, that's I don't know For how the hell I don't know how the hell we ever gotten to this.
2: I don't know. That was you. That was you, Ron. Yeah, totally I, you. Put it on your shoulders, It was list, just a weird thing okay. I
1: got coming over here. But uh, anyways, I didn't really mean to get into all that. and uh, I apologize to what? our listeners if they came to listen to ghosts. And they got
2: Speaking of which...
1: What? What do you got?
2: What do we got? Yeah. Came to listen to ghosts.
1: Oh, we're not getting there. You're
2: not going to get there yet? No, because okay. I found
1: something that really, really cool.
2: All right. All go right, for so. it.
1: Anyways, you know what tarot cards are, right? Not at all. You don't? No. Those are the, the cards?
2: Oh, tarot cards.
1: Yeah, okay. So oh. tarot cards. <laughs> and, and do you know what astrology is? Yes, I do. Okay. So, anyways, in fact, uh, next week we we have our good friend uh, Dorothy coming back. Anona, uh, yeah, yeah, from uh, wherever she is. And anyways, um, so she's an astrologer. So, anyways, anyways, I, I got found this thing. It's kind of cool. It says this is a combination of the tarot card and zodiac signs. Okay. All right. So check it out. Each card in the tarot and each sign in the zodiac represents a different fundamental aspect of human nature. Read read properly, tarot cards can show a person's past, present, and future. Right. While a zodiac sign gives insight into the 12 basic characteristic traits or character traits, excuse me, of human personality, okay? When the tarot cards and the zodiac signs are combined, a magical alchemy happens.
2: Alchemy? That too.
1: Creating a third insight into human nature. Carrot gives us straight insight into our problems and issues, and the zodiac shows us why we have acted the way we have. These combinations of the two forms a divination. Oh, wow, I butchered that. The combination of these two forms of divination can bring a deeper awareness of what we most need to know so we can learn from our past and make decisions in our future and present. The Tarot and Zodiac can be blended together to show us a more, more deeply who we are and what we need to know to make a positive choice and reap beneficial outcomes. So, wow. what do you think? Um, okay.
2: Huh? I think it's okay. All right. I so, think that number one, I agree with some of it, yes, but where did you find the paper is what I want to know. Does it matter? Yeah, it does matter because there is a lot of information out there that, just like. Um, no. That's not always good.
1: Reputable source. Really? Anyway, so I actually have the 12 zodiac slash tarot signs. So if anyone wants to know what they're doing, carrot slash Zodiac sign is and what it means, they can actually uh, either go into the chat room, which is on Cogenet Chat, and tell us what their sign is, and I will tell them their carrot slash Zodiac thingy, right? hmm Or they can give us a call at 877-864-4869. That's 877 864 Four eight six nine. You know, I really miss when we used to be on WCCM. When we used to have the eight hundred and the regular number. Remember how I used to read one, you used to read the other. Yeah, that was so cool. Not anymore.
2: Anyway, all right. So give me the cancer one. What's the cancer?
1: Well, you really don't want that. Yes, I do. Okay. You're not gonna like it. I'm sure I won't. Cancer, and your tarot is the moon.
2: Moody.
0: Moon.
1: <laughs> okay. The moon is a jealous lover, just like cancer. Hmm. Serious really. and moody, yet nurturing and warm. I see that in you. I really do. Do you? Yeah. Which part? They're both, really. <laughs> well, not the jealous lover. I don't think they're really a jealous lover, but uh, that's open interpretation. As the fourth sign of the Let Zodiac. Let me ask
2: my husband on that one. <laughs> uh, Go
1: ahead. Is, as the fourth sign of the Zodiac, Cancer the crab senses everything around the sensor. Didn't
2: you? Yeah.
1: Cancer only gives to those it trusts and runs from those who does not. I don't see that in you. You're not a runner. No. Although you don't, you don't trust certain people. Cancer can have a hard time making changes. I agree with that. But the moon card with its cycles can lead cancer even through the darkness. Really? <laughs> All right. So, that's kind of what I, I think. you want to know what Pisces is? I was going to say, what's yours? yours I, I am Pisces. Nobody nobody wants to know their signs? What the hell? <laughs> Anyways, the moon is a jealous lover. There you go, lateral, whatever your name is. Anyways, Pisces. In my tarot is. would you care to guess old great one? No. Why not? Go ahead. You weenie. Uh,
2: something to do with emotions or fish. <laughs> it's a tarot card. <laughs> emotions. Um... A tarot card. Yeah, tarot cards, Depending on the cards. some of them show with emotions because it's the cup. Uh, and other ones don't. So did yours have cups in it? No. What does it have?
1: Pisces, the hanged man. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> More ways <laughs> than one. <laughs> I know some people would like to hang me. <laughs> anyway, Pisces, it's a sign of spirituality and intuition. It is the twelfth and last sign of the zodiac. Their great compassion makes them idealists and dependent dreamers. There you go. Either way, they are always full of hidden talents. The hangman card can show that sometimes indulgent and self destructive Pisces. (laughs) I kind of agree with that, Ron. The difference between spiritual sacrifice and the suspension of reason bring the element of faith and reason to Pisces. So, in other words, the hangman. Balances this Piscean sign. Uh huh. So. All right. All so, right. You know, if Noah's there, Dorothy's in there. I, I'd like to have her on here and see
2: what you Oh, they all it. listed the signs and we didn't see
1: them. So they did? Scorpio is Leslie. Okay, Scorpio. Uh, Aries
2: is Larald.
1: Wait a minute. I can do one at a time. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> and, uh, you know, if uh, Dorothy's out there, give me a call and I'll see what you think of this. But, anyways, who is Scorpio? Leslie. Oh, she's going to love this one. Okay, Leslie, remember, I didn't write this. Scorpio, and your tarot card is death.
2: Well, how nice.
1: Yeah. Change. (laughs) Scorpio, the eighth sign of the zodiac, is a vulnerable seeker of the truth with a powerful sting. Intimate and sexual, I love you Leslie. Leslie. They are ruled by desire. Like the tarot card of death, they stand for transformational intensity. Also like death card, the Scorpio path cannot be changed until the right time. Then just like death, the hunter Scorpio will strike. The death card teaches the unpredictable Scorpio to remain flexible and change when necessary.
2: They change.
1: See? Yeah, it does.
2: Okay. What about... Um, do
1: we have to do another one? Aries. We have Aries. Larold. Larold? Larry. What is a larold? It's Larry. Yeah. Maybe you can learn how to spell the names one of these days. Stop it. Okay, Laurel, the fool. <laughs> I'm well, he just said, Wait a minute. Wait I'm a minute. You know what's
2: funny is a few minutes ago, Larry just said he was the Joker.
1: Well, that's which is the fool. Yeah, it's be like Batman. Anyways, the fool. The fool card portrays an innocent setting out of life's journey, brave, full of confidence, and excited for the unknown adventures. Like Aries, the first sign of the zodiac, the fool is able to easily start new projects and take a leap into the unknown. The fool reminds Aries to approach life with an open-hearted stance and a bag full of tools. So basically what they're saying is that you're gonna, the fool is more apt to jump into situations. what they're doing, but they should have the tools to complete it.
2: uh uh-huh.
1: So, anyways.
2: I think, never mind. What? I'll just leave that thought to myself.
1: What? It just wasn't
2: going to come out good.
1: I'm sure it was. Anyways, what's your husband? Uh, Virgo.
2: Virgo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is Jan, right?
1: (laughs) Virgo, the hermit.
2: That makes a lot of sense.
1: Virgo and the hermit are two of a kind. Deep thinkers, articulate.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you laugh like that. He's probably right next to him listening. He's going to come out and... Ah, uh,
1: shoot me! I'm sure. Uh, Deep you think as an articulate. they can master the actual st- estro- esoteric, esoteric, art. The sixth sign of the zodiac is a helpful one and loves to bring people together. <laughs> like the hermit Virgo, tends to be overanalyze situations and become self depreciating. Hermit card possesses both Virgo's strength and the weaknesses. Reading it properly gives Virgo balance. You know what? It fits Jen, but sorry, it does not it doesn't fit, fit Steve. Steve. Not in the close not, not at all. in my wildest dreams. No. No. But not anyways, really. Hey this, and there a uh, anona uh, didn't call it eight seven seven eight six four four eight six six or whatever we four eight six nine? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I wanted her her take on this, but we can wait till whatever. So uh how much time we got before the break so that I can
2: not we much.
1: have only uh, four minutes, maybe. Okay, so anyways. Um, so, I mean, let me read another one on here while I, we go to break. Uh, Taurus. Taurus is in the turret. Oh, the Empress, I'm sorry. Uh, in tarot, the Empress represents feminine divine. <laughs> she is a mature female spirit who exhibits a graceful mixture of dignity and power. The Empress is a sympathetic and accessible to all. Taurus is the second sign of the zodiac. Like the Empress, it is patient and protective. Taurus lives is, lives to take care of others while remaining sensual. Really, One minute the Empress break. card reminds Taurus to remains careless of the infinite feminine power inherited in nature. So, anyways. So you butchered that. But anyway. I did butcher it very good. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, we got. Actually...
2: I think we're going to be taking a break shortly.
1: Yeah, I know. And when we
2: come back from break.
1: Can you hear me music?
2: Not yet. But when we come back from break, we're going to be discussing our investigation so that well, people not don't yet. hang up we,
1: on us because not, of all this chatter. Not really, because Dorothy's online.
2: Yeah, that's okay. We can talk with Dorothy.
1: Well, thank you, old great one.
2: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: But, anyways.
2: Hey, K. Sarasara. Yeah.
1: But anyways, while we're going out to break, let me do another one. Leo, the sun. Leo is the fifth sign of the zodiac, as radiant as the sun, and is always an exuberant, dynamic, romantic. Leos are generous with their affection and love of others almost as much as they love themselves. Uh, Leo is a bliss. Is it a bliss bathing in the sun? Oh, I can see that. And can be blinded by the light. See, I know that show a little concern for others. Reading into the details of the Sun card can stop Leo from falling into those dark places of self-doubt.
0: Get ready. For cowboys We're Indians. on a break.
1: We're on a I'm Eric Sullivan, sports anchor at CBS 19. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I wore a Roger Starbucks jersey. Four consecutive pitcher days when I was in elementary school. Cowboys in Indians, 11 the noon Central, Tuesdays on Tugging.
2: I'm Eric Williams, third-generation NFL player, Super Bowl winner, from the Washington Redskins. I've been in the trenches. I know what I'm talking about, especially when I'm going to get some spiked hair cowboy groupie.
1: Cowboys in India. Get the lowdown. Yeah,
2: you want to be in the thick of it. I, you know, that's what you no, want. I know how hard it is. Like, okay, no, well, guess... don't
1: give me this, what have you done lately? Look, but, every NFL team hasn't done anything okay, lately. but they have the most
2: talented team in the NFL.
1: Get the smackdown.
2: You are absolutely
1: nuts. Are you kidding me? You've been hitting the head too many times in those trenches, my friend. Cowboys in Indians, 11 to noon Central,
2: Tuesdays, on TogiNet. Radio with a cutting edge. spooky they all talk ugly kooky the pharax family
0: the shows are paranormal not stuffy but informal the topics are abnormal the pharax family
2: they're strange deranged
0: unrestrained so grab your favorite brew it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to
1: Oh,
2: we're back. <laughs> I thought we were having something from Chris Balzano.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyways, you are listening to Ghost Club. Cry- well, if you are still listening to Ghost Sorry. <laughs> live here on TojiNet. I am Ron Kolich. She is Maureen Wood. Join us live in the Toji chat room. And uh, we actually uh, uh, have someone online, which is uh, Dorothy. You there?
0: Right
1: here. Dorothy, did you hear that dribble I mentioned? So what what, what do you think? The tarot card and and astrology together? What is going on
0: here? Yeah, they they work really well together. It's just um, whatever you're reading from is a bit off. (laughs) Uh,
1: A bit off? It was Uh, a little uh, off, right? A little uh, off. How do you know that I'm not a bit off? That's well, we know thing. that.
0: We already, yeah, we do know that.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's not so, I mean, a question. And I'm how not... uh, is is it pretty much w- what I said that the tarot and the the astrology can work together? I mean, that,
0: oh, they absolutely do. That that part was totally correct, and numerology as well. All three of those go hand in hand.
1: There's numerology. No there's a, there's a new card. Yeah,
0: I haven't had numerology done
2: for
1: a couple of years now. Well, funny you mentioned that. That will be coming soon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Well, yeah, we work, um, there's times when, like, I'm teaching the classes that I'm teaching, a lot of the people actually know the Tarot, so um, I've got this from some great Tarot books, but you you know, match up the 12 signs, and they're basically from the major arcana, right, so exactly. they are matched up. So, you know, Pisces, of course, is ruled by the moon, things like that. So, you know, you, you'll write in some ways, and it was. but I'm not sure. Yeah. It was very, like, a
2: default, though, right? Like a very
0: bland kind of... Yeah.
1: Excuse me. Bland. I well, it's meaning bland.
2: It's, it's not that it's very hones in on I think on a specific person. It's kind of getting a reading from somebody and finding it's very general and can fit just about anybody.
0: Right, well, like the horoscopes you read in the newspaper. Exactly. You know. So I mean, it's fun, and that's what. Well, 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 well. It's, where,
1: where, where, where. it's fun. Know, everybody's but it's not... so protective of their territory here. You know. What no, I'm that's saying? not what we're saying. I, I think it works great. But all I ask is you got
2: it. Because mm-hmm. it's just like kind of getting it off you, like you said, you know, Dorothy, like your daily sun or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's
0: fun, and that's how people are introduced to it. And if that gets them more interested, then you know that's that's awesome. And that, I think that's the whole point behind it, just to you know get people in touch more with um, themselves, so they can learn more about themselves. So I know,
1: I know we have to move on to a different yes. topic. So, but before you go, I mean, I thank you for calling. You are. How, let me ask you this, because, uh, did you hear the beginning of the show about the, what influences the human, mm. human yeah,
0: psyche, not yeah. the human psyche,
1: excuse me, soul's energy,
0: the spirit, the soul, yeah, I was listening yeah, to all not, of
1: it. now let me ask you this, is, does, does the zodiac, do the planets influence soul energy that each one of us has running Earth. through our being?
0: But this, is, this is my belief. You put it this way. We, we come in with certain patterns that we're susceptible to. We can choose to or not to use them. So it's always a
1: choice. So we are born predestined?
0: No. Because we have a choice. See? Free
1: will. Well, about, okay. Let's, let's, will. Let's, I'm looking at this now, okay? We are born predestined to go a certain path. However along this path, there are many fox. Right. And it is our free will that carries us on each of these fox.
0: Correct. Yep. Really? Yes. I mean, I've I've studied uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's chart. This was decades ago when he first got into, when I first got into astrology and that's when he was, you know, just exposed. And, you know, you can see issues, but I know people with similar birthdays and they, don't have, they haven't made the choices he's made. So it really is. You walk in a fine line trying to say, um, to me, I mean, old-time astrology tells you, old-time astrology tells you that somebody is, they believe that, hard knows that this is what you're born with, this is fate. You have no way of changing what your astrological chart says. Um, the, since the Aquarius Age... And, you know, just mostly modern times, we put more spirituality into it, and we realize that there is free choice and free will. So there are two sides of that. So, you know, I guess, they, I guess everybody's right. I don't personally believe that because I've seen some tough charts and some people who should be totally out there, like what you were talking about, and they're, they're uh, healers, spiritual, metaphysical healers. So it's your it's choice. It's a matter of choice.
1: And in reality, I mean... We don't hear, really hear too many, or, many of these, but there are times when uh, there are hu- human spirits or uh, 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 whatever, humans, that have gone down a dark path and have changed and, right. and gone to the light.
0: Right, exactly. So to me, it's, it's all about free will.
1: So, so I, I think that actually demonstrates that we do have free will. I mean, if we were predestined, and we did terrible things, mm-hmm. and yet we can see the error of our ways and change our path that shows that we aren't predestined but do have free will. Absolutely. So, anyways, we have to actually respond right. to a different subject. I want to thank you so much. Thank you. I look you. forward to right. talking to welcome. you next, thanks, week.
0: I'll talk to you next week, guys. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dorothy, Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Me. Thank you. Bye.
1: So, that was kind of neat. Anyways, I, I just... A uh, couple of things that I picked up that I thought was worth mentioning. I don't know how I get on the good, evil, trippy thing, but it was interesting. What we do want to talk about, however, and what we actually plan to talk about, was our investigation at the Wyndham Restaurant.
2: Right, on Sunday evening.
1: On Sunday evening.
2: Yeah. Um It's difficult, I think, for us to talk about what happened with each of the groups, right, to say what happened. So maybe even if our listeners... Well, we
1: did hear from them at the end of the thing, but I I think it was phenomenal uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it. I think it was one of the most interesting ghost hunts that that we have done. I I really... uh, I I had never experienced anything that, like, you and I had experienced uh, with the group that we were in, so...
2: You know, it was, it was, it was very interesting. And like I said to you that night, um, later that night was, you know, obviously I was, you know, everybody who didn't get the day off on Monday was kind of, you know, thinking, all right, we're coming out here, we're investigating, whatever. And I was thinking, oh, man, you know, it would be great. But, you know, obviously you're like, okay, you're going to be a little tired tomorrow. And cranky. And cranky. So I'm driving there, and I'm thinking, all right, well, hopefully I won't be so tired. I'll be able I'm, you know, contemplate, well, what time do you think I'll get back, that kind of thing. And I'm driving, and as I'm driving, I'm seeing all kinds of signs. I'm seeing all, you know, when I talk about signs, we're talking about, you know, like 444, so the angels are with me, and I kept seeing all zeros and, you know, uh, nines. And, and to me, that meant, you know, there was something that was really going to be different that night. Something was going to happen that was going to make a difference. Um, so driving there, I said, "Okay, fine." You know, I went over, said, oh, "I'm just going to get coffee. I'm going to wake up, and it'll be fine." And when I got there, you know, did you I said coffee. Coffee, I did. Really? Ice coffee, though. I had to have ice. But anyway, the whole point is, is that I it was feeling like something was different that night for some reason, and it turned out to be that it was. I mean, especially for Jill. Um, I hope she don't mind mentioning. And you know, Chris. And Chris. Well, I hope she doesn't mind us mentioning. Well,
1: it's actually name, pretty but- good for me too because I was able to get a really nice pen out of that whole investigation. A pen? Yeah, or, uh, Bob lent me his pen, and I ended up with it. Oh, I'm so excited. Bob! The... Yeah, yeah. it's really a good pen, too. I, I, I use it all the time. So, <laughs> anyways, I mean, that... Uh, a good. ghost took his pen, he said. Who's yeah. That? But, a- anyways, there were, were some great... Uh, if anybody wants to call in, by the way, his number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, and we would love to hear... Your experiences. Your, what, yeah, what you experienced. Right. Um, but anyways, let's, let's talk a little bit about what happened with our group. Okay. And um, first of all, uh, we were up in the attic uh, with another group. Right. And we got the phone call or the radio call from Laura that she had to leave. So we went down and uh, took over her group. Right. And, and the funny part about that, too, which is really uh, you, I think most people missed, was that originally I had that group split, you uh, know, um, Leslie, uh, Leslie's her group, um, and I had uh, Jill and Chris and the other one with her, with them. But then, for some reason, I split them back up and put them with...
2: You realize our listeners who are not from there last night, Sunday night rather, they're not going to have an idea what you're talking about.
1: What are you talking about?
2: Anybody who was not there is not going to have a clue. You've got to be more specific. All you do, you split your groups up. They were not originally the way they were meant to be, right? Yeah, it works. Okay.
1: So anyways, the whole deal was so when we went downstairs, they were all around the bar with the EMF meters going off. Right. Which at
2: first, I think when we got down there, you know, they had this idea that it was going off because of all the wiring or all the you know, right. electrical which, that which was there. Which we explored. Which we explored. But when we walked in and we started talking to them about it, they all shut off. Right? Exactly. So that was the beginning. Um, and then Jace, Jace, Jacob started showing up there. Um, and I know. Ooh, the mask. Anyway, um, Jacob started showing up and started feeling his energy there. We kind of put that aside, right? Mm-hmm. And we decided to, to just do some more investigating, you know, do some more walkthrough. Um, but I think the most important piece of it for us anyway was walking down that hallway.
1: That's another interesting point. We, we, you kind of left over that, uh... You did do a little trans-challenge by the bar, but we'll we'll skip over that. Yeah. But I was taking them towards the other dining room, and you said, let's go down the hall.
2: Right, because I and kept so feeling we need to be we, down we the hall. Changed,
1: we changed our... Uh, our tax, you know, yeah. where we're going. Right.
2: Um. Went down the hall, and we started picking up on the woman that is really, that always shows up really down there, you know, down at um in the Wyndham. and. First off, it was interesting because you know the it was oh we got William too we had little boy remember the little boy energy first and then we walked around we came back we had the woman there and the and funny the thing one is um you picked up on is because everybody's meter was going off except for Jill's and except for Chris's correct and so and, and you for know, those
1: who don't know that was uh, Jill was Chris's grandmother right and it had actually given him this ghost hunt for his birthday for his birthday right
2: so here we are there was you myself Jill and grandson her friend, right, Sheila and Leslie. So there was what five of us, right? right that was standing kind of in a semicircle there. Um, everybody's meter was going off except for Jill's and Chris's, right? Um, and then you kept saying, "Well, wait a minute. There's a reason for this." Now, wh- first, you handed we swapped off meters.
1: Exactly. I took meters that were going off and handed them to Jill right. and Chris, and yet they went dead again. They were dead again, and, and the meters that they took
2: were, were right. And the, yeah. the thing was is that. We were under the assumption that the batteries were dying on the EMF meters that they held, right? right. When, which was not correct because the only thing it was is when they touched it, they stopped. But everybody else was working. Now, the interesting piece was, too, is you were like, well, maybe there's a message here. So we then took a few moments and we spoke with the spirit. We asked, if you have a message here for Jill, could you please light up her meter? The and hers, meter. Lit and up. hers lit up.
1: Not Chris's. Not Chris's, hers.
2: hers. And then we said the same. If you have a message here for Chris, Light his up, his lit up, right? Right. So that was really interesting. Then it didn't dawn on me till later, I will say, but I started hearing something, and I kept feeling grandparent, but I was thinking it had to do with her because she was the grandparent of, um, you know, Chris. So when I was getting grandparent, I was getting confused thinking, what are they saying? You kept saying, why are they talking? What is there a message for? Right, right.
1: You know what? Because we were talking to a woman. Right. We we thought it was a grandmother or a... Right. Right. We couldn't
2: figure it out, but... All of a sudden, it was like somebody whispered a name in my ear, and I heard David. You, you know? did. You
1: came up with that. And
2: I was like, David. You know? But what was weird is the way I heard it, it was like somebody was like, oh, because you said again, what message is there for them? And the name came out, David. And as soon as we were saying that, everybody's EMF meters all at once, it was like a ring of light just went skyrocketing so high that there was no beats. It was just constant shrilling. And then it stopped all at once. Right. And it was unbelievable. Now, it's really the kicker. Now, everybody was like a little freak going, oh, this is so cool. We thank the spirits who walked aside down the hallway. Well,
1: it wasn't, it wasn't done there.
2: No, no. I said we walked down the hallway. Yeah. We get down the hallway, and we're kind of talking about what had just happened. And Jill made a comment and said, well, why would, you know, did you think David came through? Dave, oh, David was her, by the way, for our listeners who don't know. David was her husband which, who had
1: passed. Right. Which and, was, Chris's and Chris's grandfather, grandfather. Who he was close to.
2: He was very close to. She said he was the light of his life. And Chris's middle name, he was named after the grandfather. So his middle name was David. Which
1: we knew nothing about. Which we knew to, nothing.
2: You know, but. The
1: first time we ever met these people.
2: After having this said, Jill said, you know, this is great. I think it's amazing that he, that he came through. Which I really believe the spirit of the woman actually helped bring him through. Because it was a message he had to say. But then you said, you know, sometimes they need to come through to give us a message, and yours and Chris's EMF meter bleeped like twice and then shut off mm-hmm. at the same exact time. And it was almost as if in response to what you just said.
1: Exactly.
2: So I think that was really amazing.
1: I think the whole thing was really – I mean, that, in all of the years I've been ghost hunting and the events I've done and everything else I've done, I've never had another spirit come through like that with a message for – one of the participants.
2: Now, see, that's interesting, because I have, but... Really? Yeah, and I actually had I, it in Salem, Mass.
1: Oh, you didn't tell me this.
2: Yes. When the family that had come to Salem, Mass, for the bed and breakfast had been upstairs... You know what? I
1: take that back. I totally take that Yeah. That's the second time. Yeah. Salem, Mass That happened with me, with my group in the bathroom right. as well.
2: You had it in the bathroom. That's not good...
1: <laughs> um, and it, when I was, and was good. <laughs> the, the, the brother,
2: the, the mother, they had all come through. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. And I don't know if the word's getting out there in the spirit realm, but it's like, hey, you know, party at so and so's or they're going to be there. This is a way to get through. I know that.
1: You know, I, I'm i sitting here. I'm really amazed now because that's really twice that yeah. happened. I, I, is it in a row?
2: Yeah. I actually, well. No, not in a row.
1: What do we do in between
2: those two? I don't think we did anything else. I don't know.
1: Maybe I really don't. I don't know. Those are the only two events that we've done.
2: Oh, the event was, yeah, it's two in a row. But you know what's interesting?
1: That is bizarre.
2: When we go out, whenever I do readings for people, and I know that they're coming to my house, I, people will come call me and say, you know, I want to have my uncle so-and-so, or I want my mother or so-and-so to, to be here, and... I always tell them, look it, I can't promise you, I'm not telling you that they're going to show up because I think it's rude. I'm not about to say, call on a spirit and say, who knows, what, you know, that's like my right. egotistical. How do I know what they're doing on the other side? It's not my place to call them, but right. what I will do is put out a calling card and say, listen, we have um, something going on. You know, we have something taking place. I'm gonna be doing readings around this time at this location, if you have something to say, then, you know, now's the time to do it. What's interesting is that maybe that's transitioning over to when we go out and do investigations because now it's getting to be where we go out. We have it set in our minds that, you know, people who are going, and who knows, maybe you, people who are going there in their minds are actually using the intent to tell people that where they're going. And it's like a calling card. It's like a light being turned on. You know, it's a way for them to come through. If you're going to come through, wouldn't you come through to a time where it's easier than a time when it's more difficult? Right.
1: I agree. But, I mean, uh, uh, the Salem one was was a little bit different in the fact that those people actually lived there at one time or visited right. there at one
2: and time. Right, and these people never did.
1: And this was Correct. totally nothing Correct. associated with so who the heck knows, knows? What, what we're going to be led to next? I have no clue. But you know what? Also really, really impressed me that night was Leslie. Leslie, I was actually going to bring Le- it up. Leslie was absolutely she did,
2: phenomenal. She did. She did fantastic. Right. Yep. And
1: she's getting prettier looking every year. Let me tell
2: you. Oh, oh, Leslie, Juan's hitting on you.
1: I mean, she was absolutely right on. Oh yeah, she was. Day. She was awesome.
2: It was awesome, and you know the thing is too. It's so funny because Leslie's like, "Oh, you know, thanks for the verification." I'm thinking, first off, I should be thanking you, Leslie, because by her picking up that information, it also is not just a validation for her, but it's a validation for me. So that's what you work together. You work as a team,
1: you know. Then again, she could be just reading your mind.
2: But... Oh, stop! But that's a scary place to be, and that's I don't think so. My...
1: Stop I'm still in my life.
2: Hey, well, it's true. <laughs> It's anyway, scary enough for me to no, be in there.
1: Seriously, I mean, uh, Leslie has really, really... I mean, it, it's not easy for me to accept people with psychic ability, you know, that in mediumship. I still, whoever I needed, it, it's always like, what of I been you really proven to me? I've always been that way. Right. Uh, so it, I've really been impressed by uh, Leslie's work, and uh, I think she's uh, doing pretty damn good with it.
2: She's doing cool. Very cool.
1: I Very mean, good. It, yeah, and... Uh, Bob was there as well, and he's turning into a very good ghost hunter as well. Yep. He uh, actually sent me a couple of interesting photographs. Really?
2: Yeah. So, what, what did he get? Anything? What it picked up?
1: Uh, I didn't have a chance to look at unfortunately. Oh, <gasps> Bob! <laughs> hey, I could have lied and said, oh, yeah, it was looking cool. But... All right,
2: Bob, you got to call and tell us what you got. Um,
1: um, yeah, Leslie picked up the guy with no teeth. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I don't know about that, Lizzie You know, I you were doing pretty good. I had this faith in you, but I don't know, guys. She have might
2: have teeth. hit it. Might have been the drunk guy.
1: What, it was what, George Washington?
2: I was picking she up on the, the guy who was drunk. No, he he had bad clock. teeth. She didn't say no teeth. She, she said, said bad no teeth. teeth.
1: right. Look on the board. It says right there. No oh, teeth.
2: no teeth. All right. Well, they were bad. They must have got pulled. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but
1: um, maybe you just left them in the uh, nightstand. I don't know. Maybe. It could
2: happen. Yeah, it could happen.
1: But, but the place is a phenomenal place. Uh, there were a lot of experiences. Another good thing we had was we tried that Hack Shack, Shack Hack, whatever the thing is. And, uh, that,
2: you know what? I have to say. That was fun. That was fun. I don't know about our listeners and for those who were there, um, but, you know, at first I was seeing these faces in the back of the room, you know, like they were just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, you know. And I have to say that, some of those were pretty ti- – the time-wise, even if you sat there and you thought about it scientifically, you know, you try to debunk it, you know, coincidentally, it was a little strange to have a lot of the answers come right after, you know, you ask the question and you get, like, specific yes or Nixon. That was kind of
1: funny. That um, was really good. That was really good. But, but I'm actually going to be doing a lot more experiment with that, and I'm going to do it much more scientifically than the way we did it. Uh,
2: now you should mention what it is, because for those listeners out there, well, are-
1: Shack is basically Hack. Yeah, whatever. It's basically a, a AM FM radio where the scanner button has been disabled, so it just constantly scans. So if you put it on an AM uh, uh, frequency, then you, of course, are going to pick up some AM stations, which is primarily talk radio. So supposedly the spirit will pick these words up and use them to answer your question. So, huh?
2: Well, you know, it's not much more of a stretch than thinking that that they will actually do it with white noise too, right? I mean, you're ma- you're manifesting or what is it?
1: Yeah. So yeah, you're manifesting things. Uh, it's it's sort of. But anyways, uh, you can answer that in the you. You know, just don't oh give sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was gonna say. i we mean, over there, Leslie. I'm over there typing. Duh. Anyway. Oh um. I, you know what? I don't know if he died of polio, Leslie. That was the question. Well,
1: what, that, well, look, but okay. I. We have a question from the chat room. Leslie from the chat room says, "Marine, do you think William died of polio?" Thank you. Now you. I, I was going to.
2: I was going to say that, but anyway, <laughs> um, that I don't know that he died of polio, but I do know that I think he either had it or had some kind of crippling, you know, problem with his legs. I do feel because that night, and that was interesting because that was the only night of all the times we've been there that my, from my knee down on, like my legs were bothering me, like it felt like, you know. Like he had some kind of um, braces or something on his leg.
1: On on another note to that, though, is that all reports from the restaurant is that they hear children running upstairs. Right. There's no... Well, you can run with
2: braces on your legs. Okay. Why couldn't you? Maybe a little louder, but... And if you're running in the spirit world, somehow I don't think braces are going to stop you.
1: Oh, okay. Actually, and now Larry actually asked, what do you suppose an EMF pump will do that site and I don't think it'll do a hell of a lot because I don't believe in EMF pumps. I think they're just a little gadget that does absolutely nothing. So there you go. Really? Yeah. Basically, it floods the room with EMF. Now, all that's going oh, to do for you, it, I don't know if you know the nature of EMF or high-end EMF, is that it causes... Uh, it False readings? Well, nothing, no, nothing to a reason. It causes, um, what's the word, Illusions. Uh, it causes paranoia. Oh, it. Excuse me. God, give me some more of that. Was that Scotch or just regular?
2: <laughs>
1: paranoia. But e- EMF is
2: paranoia.
1: Yeah, that works too. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really believe that an EMF pump is a good thing to take on a ghost night. I really don't. Hmm. Okay. I mean, EMF. Oh, you you have spikes when ghost activity occurs but just by flooding the room is not going to I don't think right. it increased any activity at all. What is but, that?
2: What did we use at the window before? That that uh, machine. Van de Graaff generator. The Van de Graaff generator. Now that actually did amplify to the point where it was making me sick at the time. The energy was so strong in the air, it was really bothering me. So, I don't remember when you turned it on. And was that the night that you left the camera running and you got the, the door open up? Was that the same night?
1: Uh yeah.
2: Yeah, so maybe that assisted by having that Van de Graaff generator. The interesting
1: thing about that, too, is, is that it might have actually changed the vibrations, which is interesting. If you leave, believe that spirits live in certain vibrations or certain right. frequencies, if you want to call it, whatever, uh, then if that changes, in fact, isn't that what light workers is supposed to do? Is it supposed to raise the vibrations Right. Who's on the next level? Yada, yada, Correct. yada. Correct, yeah. okay. yes. So it's, it's interesting. Oh, my God, two minutes to the bell? Holy moly. But anyways, uh, where did the show go? I don't know. I have no clue. But anyways, yeah, so anyway, um, the bandograph I don't think was a, a really good tool either. I mean, it was fun to experiment with, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily use that for another.
2: Good, because I didn't like it at all.
1: Yeah. It was painful. You know, you say that it's painful, but one of the cameras actually picked up a scream, which so... Take Hello. That, take that for what, well, it could have been you for all I no, know. No,
2: I don't think so. I wasn't screaming, only on the inside. Well, that's what I'm talking about, you know. On the inside, I'm screaming, you're picking you that up? You
1: projected your thing. You pretty much, as AVP, you manifested your scream on Wow, there. you've
2: gone along from so, Ro- uh, from man, uh, haven't you? So now to now to thinking that you're projecting. It makes me think about those, uh, what they go. talk. Geez, what? No. You
1: keep going off in a pander. Well, again. you do. I mean, be like me, straight and narrow.
2: Are you kidding me? You came in here and you totally got us all off kilter tonight with your what comes in here and causes people to kill people things.
1: That, that's not quite the way I was doing it, but that...
2: came off that way.
1: No, I don't think it came off But it was fine. There. It was, it was fine. It was and a good anyways, conversation. But anyways, um, the, the final thing, somebody asked, uh, Larold I think, asked what does a generator do. The nanograph the, uh, generator basically produces electricity and, and the theory behind that is that since spirits use energy to do whatever they do, you are enabling them to do yeah, that you're by amplifying, providing, providing the material they need to do it, which is
2: energy. Right, you're amplifying the source to give them more ability to manifest. So
1: I, I don't think it was entirely successful. but um, Well,
2: you've only used it once or twice, right? Yeah, it actually broke that time. It broke?
1: Yeah.
2: Now we know why we haven't been using it. That's
1: probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too upset, though, but that's all right. It it, it almost soured the year when the energy was a different.
2: It was a different feel feel, to it.
1: Totally feel. So, anyways, that's the two minute bell, so that means we have two minutes left. Uh, One thing I do want to mention, speaking of the Wyndham restaurant, is Monday night, uh, our good friend, Mr. Jeff Belanger, will be here. And uh, unless you've seen him talk, then you've got to go. And because
2: even if you have, he's a very uh, charismatic speaker. He's always got great information, uh, and it's a, a great time to go. I, re- I really would recommend hearing him multiple times. And
1: uh, there are some tickets available. It's on uh, the Any Ghost Project website, which is neghostproject.com.
2: Now, uh-huh. now, Larry came up and said, Larry, that is it the same as an EMF pump? I don't believe it is,
1: it's different, different energy. Okay. Different energy, but, but consider it that way. Uh, uh, say, like almost. Uh,
2: one is more EMF. The other one is just an amplification of energy.
1: Electrical, yeah, uh, it, yeah. Anyway. So, anyways, that's uh, on Monday night. If you want to go, I' happy to see you there. Uh, I believe that uh, a few other people that that went to the Gosan will be there. So, anyways. Um, Anything else you have before I... Uh, no,
2: actually, uh, I just want to thank everybody for, for hanging in there on the show and for showing up last Sunday night. It was fun. We really had a great time. Right. And, uh, you know, oh, and tune also, in again. And uh,
1: also, tune in on uh, Ghost Chronicles International on Tuesday with Richard Felix as we talk about the Bell Witch Haunting.
2: Ooh, very scary.
1: What, uh, what, one thing I, I, I do want to mention, we had this guy who was an... The Ghost Hunter. Really? On the show on on Ghost International. And he was talking about um, it was difficult to
2: prove
1: uh, psychics are mediums' abilities.
2: Really? Yeah, he
1: says uh, basically they could be just reading people's minds
2: there's something yeah. there's legitimacy to that but one thing I will say quickly
0: yeah. is
2: that's fine to say but when, what happens when you have someone that comes in has never heard of the information that you're picking up on until they say return back home and then they call you and say oh my god at the same time you were doing a reading for me this stuff was taking place and I had no idea so that case how are you picking up from that person when they have no that's
1: what you really threw out I mean uh...
2: no but I'm saying in that instance how would you that's not really happening right no. because it's not in that person's mind
1: no,
2: I mean it's so much unknown. Yeah. Uh,
1: unknown is the unknown. Exactly.
2: Sometimes it's just the unknown. so. Anyways, I guess it's
1: time to wrap it up. It's
2: time to say good night. It is. It is time to say good night and yes, God,
1: bless. God bless. From goalies to ghosties.